This week's parasha, uh, we read, this week we read Parashas Matas Masse, in Chutzlaretz, in Eretz Yisrael, we read Parashas Masse. And let's, let's discuss a little bit about Parashas Masse. Parashas Masse was always read during the three weeks, so let's see also if we can make a connection between Parashas Masse and take a lesson for us for this sad time. Um, Parashas Masse begins listing off the travels that the Eden did from when they left Eretz, from the, when, when they left Mitzrayim until they reached Eretz Yisrael. And it finishes off, very interestingly, it finishes off an interesting juxtaposition of two halachas. I mean, two halachas are placed next to each other, or, or two stories, I should say, which, which are, 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 are both unique. Um, the last st- story which is mentioned in Sefer Bamidmar and, and Parashas Maseh is how the Benoist Tzlavchad, the daughters of Tzlavchad, whose father, their father Tzlavchad, died in the Midbar without any sons. And the Benai Slavchad approached Meish Rabbeinu in previous parishes, asking him that their father's portion in Eretz Yisrael should not be lost just because he didn't have any sons. And through them, we were taught the halachas of Yerusha, halachas of inheritance, how it passes on. And one of those halachas is that if there are no sons, the daughters inherit their father. However, for this, for this generation of the people entering Eretz Yisrael, the halacha was, the Torah told us, that if a daughter inherited her father's portion in Eretz Yisrael, for this original division of Eretz Yisrael, she had to marry someone from her own Shevet. She couldn't marry out of the Shevet, so that that Yerusha, at least for the very beginning, would stay within the Shevet. And the Pasuk, at the end of Parshish Masih, finishes off telling us that Dabla Slavcha did what they did, what they were supposed to do, and they married people from their own Shevet. So here we have a halacha and a story how people had a one-time sort of opportunity. It was a one-generational thing. And they fulfilled what they were supposed to do. The parasha immediately preceding that talks about the dinam of someone who kills somebody, b'shaygeg, and some halachas have made it as well, but someone kills someone by accident. And one of those halachas is that the ter- we had, we're, we're commanded to set aside Ari Miklat, cities where the uh, people who kill b'shaygeg can run, because if someone kills someone else by accident, that person's family could kill the perpetrator. But if they run to the Ari Miklat, there they're safe. There no one can kill them. However, the Ari Miklat, there were three on on the there were three on the, the western side of the Yarden and, and another, another three on the eastern side of the Yarden. However, the three that were on the eastern side of the Yarden would not work until uh, the th- not, none of them would work until all six were separated. So the three which were being separated now in Avar Yarden, even though we, the Pasuk talks about setting them aside, but even though they weren't going to really work, they weren't really going to work yet. And we know from the Pesukim, the Moshe Rabbeinu uh, set aside these, set, set these aside, set aside these cities, even though they weren't going to be effective until later. So we see another type of halacha, where something which all you could do, all with the tzivu they were able to do, is to set aside, set aside the cities, even though they didn't work yet. So it's interesting. The the Benai Slavchad had a one-time mitzvah, a one-generational thing that they had to do, which they did. And here we have something which all you could do was set aside the cities, even though they didn't work. So two two types of mitzvahs, which were done, which were temp, where, which were only for, for for were limited in their scope. And in, in fact, though, this is not such a chiddush because Sefer Bar Midbar, the Ramban tells us in the very beginning of Sefer Bar Midbar, that most of what's mentioned in Sefer Bar Midbar, most of the mitzvahs that are mentioned in Sefer Bar Midbar, were only things which were relevant for a time. They're not mitzvahs that were we had to continue doing, and 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 that's what Sefer Bar Midbar is primarily about. 
So if that's the case, so Sefer by Midbar is telling us things which we which were relevant to the Eden while they were in the Midbar. Of course, there's many things in the Sefer which are relevant always, but everything is relevant always. But what is it trying to teach us? Everything which it says in the Torah is relevant always. So let's talk about Parshish Masih, and I think we can bring out a, a big uh, a a profound lesson for us and can relate to the three weeks as well. The Parsha of Masih starts off, like we said, with the travels that the Yidin did from Mitzrayim until they get reached out to Yisrael. The Pasuk says, Eila Masih b'nei Yisrael The Pasuk says, Eila Masih b'nei Yisrael sh'yotu me'eretz Mitzrayim These are the travels of the Yisrael they, they, as they left Mitzrayim and 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 so the, the Yismach Mesha asks, we know where they came from. We know they didn't travel from Eretz Yisrael. What's the point in telling us that they left from Eretz Yisrael? They left, what's the point of in this passage saying they left from Eretz Yisrael? He says, they traveled towards Eretz Yisrael in the Midbar. That's his question. And he says that the passage is trying to highlight something to us that when the Yidin were in Mitzrayim, they were, in a, aside from being in slavery, they were also in a very low situation spiritually. They were in the matzav of Tumah, and, and they needed to grow out of that. They needed to grow to become Am Yisrael, as they're supposed to be. And he says the Masais, the travels that the Yidin did in the Midbar, helped to purify them and to make them who they needed to be. Let me use a, a, a mashal. There's two reasons why a person can travel. A person can travel to reach a destination, or a person can travel for touring, a person can travel for the travel in of itself. Yismach Moshe says that part of the traveling, at least, certainly the Jews were heading towards Eretz Yisrael, but all the wanderings in the Midbar, that travel, he says, was for the travel itself. His angle was that the travel helped to purify them from Eretz from They were leaving Yitzhak Mitzrayim through each of their travels, and they were growing and they were growing. But we see from the Yismach Moshe, though, that the travels were an end in itself. The traveling was an end in itself. And that really is the point I'm getting at. The Ramban had told us the Sefer by Midbar was, was primarily about things that were only Noyek Lashah, only Noyek for a time, not Lidiris. And in fact, and it finishes off with something which is only relevant for a time. Just a mitzvah that was only been done in that generation. But we have to understand that sometimes true we have a goal or we have to get to. Just like the Yidin were heading towards Eretz Yisrael. They needed to get to Eretz Yisrael. But sometimes we come across things in life which appear to be uh, curveballs, which appear to be left turns, things which are situations which we need to deal with that, that, that are not heading, up, heading towards our goal. And total distractions from where we're trying to reach. Sefer Bamidbar tells us, and Sefer Bamidbar finishes off, we, uh, we learn from Sefer Bamidbar, we learn from the story of the Masois, that sometimes, like Yismach Moshe says, the Masois themselves are the purpose. Sometimes the difficulties, the traveling, where we're going, where we're headed, even if it seems like in the Midbar they went in circles, and they weren't heading in the, and they weren't heading in the direction where they intended to get, but everything that comes our way is, is part and parcel to the journey that where we're, where we're headed, even if it's only for the purpose of the, of the traveling itself. So we, that's what we say. We asked, how come the Masois, with the Sefer Bar Midbar finishes off with a mitzvah and a story of how the Bnei Slavchad accomplished something and fulfilled a mitzvah that was only relevant for that time? Because that's what Sefer Bar Midbar is about, teaching us that take that opportunity and do with it whatever, what, do with it 
that which you can't. You have a mitzvah which is noyeg l'sha. You're faced with a situation which is only relevant right now, even if you can't see it. True with the B'nai Slavchad, that was something which had implications for the future because it was how they were going to inherit Eretz Yisrael, but it was something only which they could do for a time. But much more so, we see this from how Moshe Rabbeinu was set aside, was, set, was commanded to set aside three cities in the every item which weren't even going to work. And he set aside those three cities because that was the action that he needed to take at that time. And those, and however, it's true though that those, those, those two mitzvahs, we can see in that we see now that those two mitzvahs had implications for the future and for the direction which they were headed, Klai Yisrael was headed as well, to maintain that they should have, they should have an Eretz Yisrael which is divided properly and then to protect that Eretz Yisrael would have eventually six or a miklat. But in fact, it's true that in every situation, whoever we're faced with, whatever happens, whatever comes our way, each situation we have to deal with properly. And we have to recognize that each situation, the challenge of each situation, is something which we, if we, we that, that's what we need to deal with at that time, even if we can't see how that's going to get us to where we, where, where we want to end up. And that really has how we could say it's relevant to, to this situation, this, uh, the, the, the difficult time period of the three weeks that we're in, which, which, the, which we're, the Bein HaMatzarim is a time which we, because of our Averis, the Bati Mikdash was destroyed, we were sent into Gaulus. So we could say that we were sent into Gaulus because we did something wrong. So now we're completely thrown, thrown for a loop. We're in situations which we shouldn't have been in. But yes, even, even if a person is in a difficult situation and is only faced with things because they did something wrong, we still need to deal with each situation and make the best and do the best we can in each of those situations. And that's the Elam Masais. That's the Masais which didn't travel. Sometimes it's a Masa, which, is, which we can see clearly that we're heading in the direction where you want to go. Sometimes it's something that we can see that's not a situation we caused, but it's something which was thrown our way. But even sometimes it's something, a, a difficulty in a situation that we ourselves caused, but it's still our obligation and it's still our goal to do the best we can and, and take that situation and, and, and grow from it. And interestingly, Sefer Bamidbar starts off with counting Kaisral. And Rashi says over there that a Kaddish Baruch Hu counts Kaisral all the time because of how precious they are to him. When they left Mitzrayim, after the Eagle, he counted them to see how many are left. We see that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, in every situation, Sefer Bamidbar teaches us that in every situation a Kaddish Baruch Hu loves us, even when we did the Chet Eagle, even when we did Averis, even when we, had, we, were, we were, so many of us were lost. And their situations change and we're faced with challenges because of our Averis. Even so, a Kaddish Baruch Hu loves us and, and, and our opportunities are to take, to recognize that sometimes it's the journey itself which we have to travel even a journey which we cause ourselves to get lost, we have to travel that. And eventually, if we travel properly, we'll reach our Yisrael, we'll reach that promised land. And each and, each and every one of us, if we, where we need to get to, where we need to grow, where we need to be, if we, do, if we face every situation and recognize that we have to do the best we can in each of those situations, we will be successful. Have a wonderful Shabbos.